Alexander House, welcome. This is episode two twenty three. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, what's up, guys? And this is Bobby. David, I actually remembered it because I'm not even reading it off anything. That's anything. amazing. Wow, that's amazing. Blown wow. away. <laughs> actually, I, was, I freaked I out in the notice. middle of it. I was like, "Oh my god, what number is it? Two twenty three." I actually didn't even notice because twenty three is twenty three is David Beckham's number. So I think that's why you. Why it, no, I saw. I just in my head, I saw the old podcast two two two, and then I was like, "Oh shit, ah. I got it." Anyways, yeah. we're back from the El Cali Classico. Whoa, 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 whoa. And we came from a win. How are you guys feeling? Pretty good, actually. Like the, the win, and we'll, we'll talk about the, the way the way the way we won. The whoa, whoa, whoa. The way we won, but I still think I feel pretty good after that win. I I didn't feel like we got out of there lucky. This was a game where I felt and Lewis is probably going to correct me here, where I felt like we were the dominant team for at least for the first 60 minutes of it or so. I think the reason why you feel good about it and why you're not really uh, saying that we escaped from it is because San Jose, you win at all costs, right? It doesn't matter how you get the victory. We said this against LAFC. It doesn't matter if it's ugly. It doesn't matter if it's controversial. It doesn't matter if it was, you know, assisted by the ref or whatever. You win against right. certain teams. Well, in this case, doesn't it's matter. an own goal. It, it, again, it counts the same way. It's a victory. Um, and I, I don't care. I don't care if it's by an own goal. I don't care if it's by a penalty. I don't care if it's by forfeit. You win against San Jose. You beat them at all costs. And that's what happened. Um, and you, you, you take the victory. Uh, you go into the break. Uh, with um, you know, a little bit of momentum, you know, obviously going into the break, and if someone told you that you'd be sitting in uh, third place, I'm pretty sure nobody would have believed you. <laughs> you know, uh, you know the what the sad part is. You know, what the really, really sad part is. This is now eight games, right? Uh, well, it's seven for us. Seven for us. Okay, but through the first eight weeks. Mm-hmm. We would have qualified for U.S. Open Cup. We definitely would have qualified for U.S. Open or been pretty close to it because we did lose that third game. We were 2-0. Um, so it, it would have been interesting to see who else would have had those uh, uh, six points. Uh, but I think it's an average of the first three games. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. But, yeah, we probably would have qualified for U.S. Open Cup or it's pretty likely that we would have. But uh, no matter. Uh, there, there are bigger fish to fry um and obviously this is a long-term thing so um it's not even like the end game shouldn't even be this year although it possibly could be um and i think uh, the galaxy is gaining that confidence that hey maybe it can be um but we're getting ahead of, ahead of ourselves here let's uh let's go in order because before we get into the main event and who ended up stealing the show uh on, on saturday well we'll start from the beginning uh, so the, the Galaxy hosted San Jose for the first time this season. San Jose, uh, you know, having our number the past the past few seasons, including the I believe it was the San Jose game where Joe Tutino said this is unacceptable, right? Or was that the Portland game? Season? Last season? Last season when Joe Tutino said this, this is was unacceptable. it was this game. It was, it was it San was, Jose, right? Yeah, it was yeah. San Jose. Okay, so you know, uh looking for a, obviously a better showing 
this time around. Uh, we have been doing that all season. So how do we go up against San Jose, who has been uh, ever since they and uh, were in first place with nine points? They all of a sudden took uh, took a little dive. Well, they're four in a row, right? Four losses I believe in a row. It's like three or four now. Yeah. So, um, so as David said, um, I think we were the dominant team. For at least 70 to maybe 75 minutes. I was getting all excited because Lewis was going to agree with me, but then he had to throw some extra <laughs> minutes on top of that. All right. Hey, I mean, it is what it is. And, and, and like I said, we'll, we'll get into that because, uh, yeah, uh, there, there's someone definitely stole the show. Um, so the Galaxy, uh, pretty much, you know, foot on the pedal, going right after San Jose, pretty much. I, I, I agree kind of dominating the game um i don't think it was as dominant or as um uh, like the attacks weren't as uh crisp as say the austin game uh which to date has been our best game so far but definitely uh playing more on san jose's side uh they were creating chances and along the way they stopped san jose uh pretty much at all in, in all, or, in, in pretty yeah, much in, most of the, yeah. most of the areas of the field, they they were able to stop out San Jose. Um, I, I did think that the the lack of goals in the first half was going to come back and bite us, especially when, especially toward the end, where I was like, oh god, like after it hit the 80th minute, I was like, oh god, this is when San Jose just starts being San Jose. Yeah, yeah you expected I mean, that's that what... when they made the changes, you know. You thought that was going to come down mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. hard. But it, for some reason to me, I don't know if it was the Galaxy. I really can't say if it was the Galaxy, but San Jose seemed lackluster. Maybe it's because of the losses that they've been having um, and things going wrong. But it, they, they, they seemed a little subdued to me. I, I think part of it is, you know, it, it's, a, it's a Galaxy side that has obviously been rejuvenated uh, with uh, the influx of players and the uh, the coaching staff, Greg Vanny. Um, and also, this is a game where we were at home and so far have been undefeated at home. Uh, you know, weren't able to say that. We weren't able to say that this has been our fortress for the past few seasons. It was once, but uh, it hasn't been for the past few seasons. And all of a sudden, uh, the games that we have won, we have four of them have been at home. Uh, only been able to win one road game, and that was against Miami in the very first game. Um, and we now know that Miami probably is a lot worse than we initially thought. Um, especially, <laughs> if you have seven DPs, we probably still would have won yeah, the game. Yeah, so um, either way, you're doing what you need to do at home, and I think that's part of it. I think that um, just psychologically, the Galaxy have been defending their tor- territory a little bit more vigorously than they have been uh, playing on the road. Um, and for what it's worth, you know, going up to Seattle, uh, going up to Portland is not the easiest of jobs. So, um, I mean, I, I, I also think that San Jose has been a little subdued. I think Almeida might be on his way out. Um, but, look, the Galaxy did what they had to do at least for 75 minutes uh they pressed they pressed probably should have been up by a goal maybe two goals no they uh, had some by, pretty good chances yeah uh, yeah. yeah they uh, that could roll when they just achingly the, got cleared off the line yeah yeah uh, that one the other one um right off of the corner when they kicked it and they hit that dude blocked it with his face yep. oh yeah 
that one. That was and then the, and then that that wannabe wannabe Cabral Golasso. Imagine just a few inches lower. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Steris hit the post at some point during the game. Yeah. Uh, off off a, a header. I don't know if it was a cross or from a corner kick. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Galaxy definitely had chances to score. I know Chicharito had a header that was right to the keeper. Another one that uh, you know just what wasn't going to be uh, uh, too dangerous for the for the for the keeper as well. So um, I actually thought Chicharito had a really really quiet game, all things considered. I didn't think he was as yeah. involved in the attack. Well, the last two games, I feel like he's been pretty. Qu- they've kept him pretty quiet. So he's. I think it's he's he's at that point where. MLS defenses are are starting to kind of figure them out, but but it's also it also has to do with the the way the Galaxy have been playing in the first uh, in, in coming out without um, without Victor Vasquez in the starting lineup. I think that's made a significant impact to how involved Chicharito gets. Uh, we've seen that you know Efrain Alvarez is, is being tasked to be the playmaker. Uh, in the starting 11, uh, again, we have Sasha Kleschen starting in this game. We have Cameron Dunbar starting in this game, which was kind of a, a pleasant surprise to me. Although when, when you look at the lineup missing Legette, who else are you going to put in that spot? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, o- overall, I thought that the the 11 was a, was a decent one. You know, and I, I don't think anybody uh, other than Dunbar went, you know, made me kind of go, oh, oh, no. Uh, and even Dunbar, I was it, it wasn't that reaction. It was kind of a, an excited uh, reaction of like, oh, let's see this kid, you know, get some significant minutes here. Um, yeah, uh, I got to remember that Grant Sear did not start um, yet. Was still ended up playing, and we'll talk about him because it was uh, because of uh, his play where the own goal uh, uh, came. Uh, Kleshin gets a start. Uh, Alvarez gets to start, Cabral gets to start again, and then Depew slots in for the suspended Williams, and. Um, yeah, I mean, th- through the first 45 minutes, um, I thought they played well. I thought they played good defense. I thought they played good transition defense. A couple uh, a couple miscues here and there. Um, but, you know, you got Bond in the back there to make sure that, you know, nothing was going to happen there. And, you know, v- very little was happening for San Jose in that first half. And um, it-, it showed that the Galaxy... Uh, at least on the defensive end, we're, we're up to the task, and the offense just needed to catch up a little bit. Um, needed to put some balls uh, on target. Needed to, you know, find the back of the net just to kind of get that monkey off your back. Because the more and more the game went on, you're like, oh my god, San Jose is going to steal this, as they usually do. Well, and uh, before you get there, like I think a big part of that first half, you know, the lack of chances that San Jose generated was due in part to. Jonathan Dos Santos. He had a spectacular first half. He was all over the place. Yeah, I, I thought uh, personally, I was probably the first game where I really didn't notice Jonathan in the game. Yeah. Um, well, it felt like Jonathan. You know what I mean? Right, like the first right, few yes. games haven't felt like him. This game, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the Dos Santos we're used to seeing. That's the JDS that we want to see. Yeah. Um, the, the guy that's all over the field. Uh, Disrupting passes, um, you know, uh, closing down those 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 lanes. That is something that we need more consistently from him. So, um, hopefully, um, he did come off uh, with, um, I believe it was cramps, if I recall correctly. Thankfully, it's uh, hopefully it's that not like a, a significant injury. No, I think they did say that it was cramps, and I think it was just kind of like a precaution, and then. I also feel that, uh, you know, 
he was a, able to walk off under his own power, and I, I'm pretty sure that um, he'll be ready to go for Mexico. Um, yeah, he was I'm sure he will. The Mexico national team. So um, hopefully he doesn't aggravate the injury any further, uh, and hopefully he's okay. So, um, yeah, hopefully nothing serious and it doesn't get any worse. Uh, but, yeah, good on Jonah. We'll get into player ratings a little bit later. Um but yeah, as the, as the game progressed, it, it seemed like little by little, San Jose started building up a little bit more momentum, even though it wasn't like an onslaught at the time. It looked like they were they starting to get a little bit more possession in our half, starting to take a little bit more chances, starting to find a little bit more space. And then it looked like we kind of, I don't want to say pulled back because we didn't. It, it just kind of seemed that we weren't just... We weren't on the pedal anymore. It kind of seemed like it balanced off a little bit. Um, and finally, uh, Grancy was able to go uh, to break through, uh, uh, meant to get a cross in, goes off the defender and into the goal. And it's a good thing that that happened because if that didn't happen, I don't know where that cross was headed, but I guarantee that the keeper gets it. <laughs> there was, there's nobody there. Yeah, there there's nobody, nobody in that area. there. There's nobody there, and I, like I said, I'm like 99% sure if the defender doesn't get a touch on it, the keeper just you know, grabs it. But fortunately it takes a very bad ha- uh, bounce off the uh, defender's leg and it goes into the goal. And that was all the galaxy needed. Now the galaxy started getting a little bit momentum, especially because Victor Vasquez, at, I believe at this point had already entered the game. So you knew that a little bit more offense was going to be generated. And for the Next five minutes, I believe they scored in the 70th. So I think for like the next five minutes, or at least five minutes, it looked like they were pressing uh, that 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 goal that uh, Bobby talked about, uh, what could have been a golazo from from Cabral. I think that was after the goal had been scored. So that would have been just the nail in the coffin right there. Had he had he buried that one time uh, uh, shot from uh, from distance, and uh, then the 75th minute hit. And the Galaxy basically said, you know what? I don't want to play anymore. Bond, it's all you. And, and dude, he stood on his <laughs> head. He stood on his head. My God. My God. I mean, I, I don't know what happened to the Galaxy. They decided to stop playing. Didn't want to play defense. Did not generate any sort of offense uh, whatsoever after the 75th minute. Um, San Jose was able to just break those lines like the Galaxy defenders were traffic cones. They just, I mean, it wasn't like, I don't even think there was just ball watching. It was just really bad defending. It just seemed like they didn't want to play anymore. I'm not really sure what happened, but my God, Uh, Jonathan Bond probably, well, it was the best performance that we have seen from him. Uh, definitely the best performance from any player as he ended up winning MLS player of the week um, as a goalkeeper. That is fantastic. He actually uh, now has the second most saves ever in a game with 12 and the most saves um, that is combined with a victory and a shutout. So Jonathan Bond is proving that he was worth every penny and that he is grossly underpaid and I remember a couple years ago, I had said, look, if, if you really believe that defenses win championships and defenses are what keeps you in the game and that you need a solid back line and whatnot, why in the world are you not signing defenders 
to DP contracts, if that's the case. And of course, you know, that sets off everybody like, oh, that's such a waste. You don't do that. You know, that, that that's like, you cannot waste a DP on a defender. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Jonathan Bond is a DP caliber guy. 100% is a yeah, DP caliber a, guy. But he's not a DP, so... He's not. But what I'm saying is like, you know, this guy has can show that he is the difference between a victory and a loss. And he's actually proven that more than once this season. It's just, you know, it's just now the league is really, really starting to like take notice what this guy is capable of. And um, I really wish he wouldn't do it as often as he has been. I really hope he doesn't have to do what he did um, this past week again, anytime soon. Obviously these type of, these types of games are going to happen and you hope that you have someone in the back um, as your last line of defense that can hold the fort when all else uh, fails. And I'm glad that Jonathan Bond does what he does and is doing what he's doing, but he shouldn't be doing it that often. And he shouldn't be doing that, uh, that type of performance anytime uh, soon, because this is what exactly what we were kind of, talking about with david bingham is he actually a decent goalkeeper is he a bad goalkeeper or is it just the defense well jonathan bond has proven that it's the goalkeeper but also when your defense doesn't help you out you know you have to come up big and let's just be honest if david bingham is in goal we lose that game i think that's i think it's pretty safe to say that that's uh that's going to be a unanimous uh there's there's a there's a conspiracy theory going on there Lewis, is there <laughs> Goonies? Goonies never say die, and and you know David Bingham was once a Goonie, so maybe we he, we don't win that game because Bingham maybe bats a a ball down to a Wondolowski or something. I, uh... <laughs> in all seri- in all seriousness, Bond has been well worth his his salary. You know, as, as we said, he's he's been sort of the. Um, the hero so far of the season. That's that's the one player who has stood out quite a bit, um, and and he's given credit to his defense, saying that the the defense has improved in and defended well as a unit in his in his post game conference that he had. He's he's been a fantastic signing. Like he's been one. He's been that diamond in the rough that we needed to find. Yeah, and uh, what a diamond! What an absolute diamond! I. Uh... I've said this, I said this weeks ago. Um, I didn't quite make the statement in the preseason, but in the preseason, preseason I said, this guy's going to be legitimate. This guy's going to be really, really good. Um, I can now say with very, just the utmost confidence, even after only eight weeks, Jonathan Bond is the best goalkeeper in MLS. It's not even close. It really isn't even close. Um, I know our good friend Tom from MLS Aces will disagree. Um, and that's Okay. Yeah, but um, Tom's got an East Coast bias. Come on. I mean, I, obviously, we have a bias of our own as well. Um, but, I mean, I, I just, I, I, I get what he's saying. I mean, Andre Blake has been one of the elite goalkeepers in MLS uh, for more than, you know, seven games. And, and and I get that. But for this season, it's just, it's not close. It, it really isn't close. There's, there's I just don't see a comparison um, from any goalkeeper around MLS that can hold a candle to, John, to what Jonathan Bond is currently doing. Um, imagine if he actually had a better defense. Our, our defense has improved. Imagine if he had a, a, a better defense in front of him. That guy probably would have at least five shutouts by now. 
um, it is remarkable what this guy has done. The, the, there's some saves that he just has no business saving. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm glad. Again, I'm, I'm 100% psyched out that this guy is doing what he's doing, but he shouldn't be doing it that often. Uh, we need to tighten up. Um, we have, for the most part, compared to last season. I think they but, will. Yeah, uh, but 12 saves, that is a lot. And, you know, San Jose's expected goals went from under one to well over two in 10 minutes <laughs> in that barrage. Um, that cannot happen. That cannot happen. That should not happen. That is, I'm pulling it back a little sooner than anticipated. That cannot happen. That is absolutely unacceptable. You cannot allow a team after you've been dominant for 70 minutes and after you've gone ahead where you should have momentum, where you should have at least, you know, been able to demoralize a little bit of that team and then all of a sudden just decide to stop playing. Um, you know, can't hold the ball. Can't sing passes. Uh, can't like, straight to allow take a shot. It just didn't happen. That's the same at least to that extent. And hopefully we don't see that again because that, for me, is completely unacceptable. You can't do that. Um, and if you're going up against a better team, it, you know, we talked about this. You go up against a Seattle, you go up against a Portland, you, you, know, you go up against a playoff team, you're losing that game if you play like that. 100% you're losing that game. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's it was uh, it's a victory you take any way you can. You get out of there. Um, you go into the break knowing that you're sitting in third place, uh, only a point behind second, and a game in on hand on both the first and second place teams. And if you win that game, you will tie the score for in Seattle. So um, with Seattle, I'm sorry. So um, yeah, I, I think we've said this before. Um, so far, so good. Uh, they have been somewhat consistent. Uh, I think the most consistent thing is obviously they find a way to win. Um, and I think good teams do that, and they have been doing it. Uh, they they've come from behind. They've held the lead. Uh, they've hung on for you know dear life twice already. Um, so uh, they've dominated the game. So th- they're finding ways to win. That is encouraging. Uh, yeah. this doesn't happen last season. Um, it happened a couple times in 2019, but it wasn't consistent. It really was a crapshoot. I think this team really has everyone's confidence up. We're like, hey, you know, no matter what happens, you're not out of the game. Um, and so um, that's a good thing. Headed into the break, uh, a much needed break because, it, you know, the, that once uh, the games resume June 19th, you're going to have a blitz of those two games a week uh, from uh, from here on out. So, um it's going to be interesting to see how the galaxy rotate and how they, uh, they handle some of that pressure. And obviously they're not alone. Every other uh, team in the league is going to be doing the exact same thing. Um, let's go ahead. Do you want to get, to get into player ratings right now? Uh, almost. I, d- I did want to okay. say, I, I'll lead into this with the, with, okay. with the substitutes. I did want to, I did want to ask you guys what you guys thought about the substitutes, because obviously Grant Sear came in, he got the goal. I, I thought otherwise he was kind of, He's still, he's still not like he's slow. Wowing me. me, yeah, he's slow. And what's funny is I was watching. He had that breakaway, and he yep. just 
couldn't and, do and he, anything. Yeah. He couldn't get. He couldn't beat the defender. He had three steps. But that's on not that the defender. only time I've seen him slow. There's other moments. He just. I'm just like, oh, you're too slow. <laughs> and 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 what's funny is I heard the commentators talk about how fast Grant Sear is. I'm like, that dude's not fast. Yeah. He's he, he's I mean, not fast. He's maybe he's a little quick on that first step, but yeah, first couple. Say, but he's moderate. He's like a like. I think we can run with him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I can't even make that claim if I wanted to as a joke. No, no, I, I think he might have like a quick first step. Like I said, I, I think like right out of the gate, he might have like that step. But, you know, give it a couple more seconds. He's, he's going to lose that lead. So yeah. and I think that's that's kind of the case that we saw, because that's what I kind of saw when I first saw him. I'm like, oh, he's got some quickness in him. And as you know, time went by and games went by, I'm like. Yeah, this guy isn't that fast. That's <laughs> what happened. Yeah. What was I, and, what was and, I looking and, at? And I think it was just like the initial burst, the initial burst of speed uh, when he starts running. Yeah, and, and I would say the same thing for, for Cabral is that I don't feel like he's utilizing his speed to the best of his ability right now. Obviously, it's only a second game. Uh, it, it, he almost he almost had a goal. And it, it, it looks like he's more willing, and I, I think we had talked about this and we had heard about this, that he is willing to take players on one-on-one. And that is exactly what Greg Venny wants. He wants you to take on players one-on-one. I need you to break down a defense, pull another defender out to open yeah. up space. But uh, there were a lot of moments going to be in the middle. There were a lot of moments where they could have passed to him and he had really good moments, like good spots to, to, yeah. to, to handle the ball. They just were not reading him well in this game like yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, two games in, so it's, you know, that that's going to come with time. Um, I think we, we had talked about this in our, you know, I don't even think we're, we're at peak optimism, but you know, in our <laughs> optimistic views, you know, we're saying, look, what, what's probably missing above all things is the chemistry because there's a lot of new faces. There's a whole new system. Um, um, you're still going to have at least two, maybe three new players. We know that Sega, uh, Sega, uh, Kulabali, uh, was at the game, uh, last Saturday. So I'm sure he'll start training, uh, during this FIFA break and be ready to go on June 19th. It appears. And then of course, when you have, um, um, oh my gosh, the, uh, Oh, God, I, I, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, the the, the Rebel Hassan? Rebel Hassan, yes. Um, yeah. And so uh, he'll he'll go in there. And again, so you're going to have to reintroduce a new player and reintroduce like that chemistry. Okay, start all over again. And yet again, you're still winning games. So it is encouraging. These guys have to all get on the same page and it doesn't happen overnight, especially when new players are coming in. What seems like every week, but it makes the games exciting and it makes it uh, worth watching even more knowing like, okay, What's this week going to be like with this player? What's this guy going to bring to the table? Because we really don't know anything about these players. So, um, and again, uh, I think Grant Steer, w- once again, I-, I think just kind of give him time. I think he'll settle in Well, now that uh, Sega and Cabral are in there. And uh, once Ravalosan gets in, I think, uh, yeah, I-, I think this team continues to, to uh, push forward. All right. Player like this is optimistic. Oh, my goodness. I have been. Yeah. I've just been pulling it back, and I just did it a little earlier in this episode. All right. Mm. Let's let's go ahead and get the obvious out of the way. We know that Jonathan Bond was the highest-rated player. Who was the second highest-rated player? I'll let Bobby go first. Second highest player. Um, I don't think it could be Grant Sear. Uh, let me do... Really? Yeah, Dos Santos. Dos Santos. David, what do you say? 
Yeah, I think I think Jonathan Dos Santos is a good shout for some reason. I think it might be Cabral. Cabral. Okay. Uh, my guess would have been uh, before I look at these and, and I'm going by what I saw in the game. I probably would have chosen Araujo. This would have been his third time in a row. Yeah, he had it a was good game. not. He had a good game. Uh, he has been having a good game. Although I think he remember that he did get a yellow card, so that would bring his score down. So maybe mm. if that doesn't happen, maybe he he does it again. But um, Bond was at nine point one. Nine point one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, second. It's actually Viafania at 8.4. Oh, okay. Another, yeah, another really that. high score. And yeah, yeah, I can see that as well. Um, Araujo was actually the lowest rated defender. Because And I'm assuming because of the yellow. And he still had a, a score of 7.7. So still pretty high as far as ratings go. And I'm kind of saying like, oh, well, he's the lowest. It's technical. The other two guys, Stars and Depew, both had 7.8. Well, so were, they were basically was, all... What was the board. lowest... I mean, what was the highest score last week? Remember, it was like something ridiculously low last the week. High, Six point the highest, something. Yeah, the highest score was Araujo at 7.0. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, big contrast. And that's what happens when your defense... Uh, well... Does what it's supposed defense. to do. Yeah, except that the defense didn't do what it's supposed to do. Bond did what it's what yeah, it was sure. supposed to do. Um, who was the lowest rated player, guys? Ooh, um, I'm gonna go Alvarez. Alvarez, Bobby, what do you say? I should have gone question. Dang it, question and Alvarez, Bobby, what uh, do you say? Saldana. Um, I'm just going by time. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, I mean that that's kind of like a little unfair because I I, I yeah. know that. Uh, you know, when you come in, yeah, like like Zubac came in the 81st minute. There's literally no rating for him because he didn't play yeah. enough. Not enough. Oh, um, I should have picked him. <laughs> I actually thought that that Saldana came in and did a good job of covering for Jonathan and maybe actually even provided a spark. So um, Saldana, in uh, he came in in the 53rd minute, so almost uh, 45 minutes of play, almost a half. Uh, he had a player rating of 7.5. So yeah, that that's that's pretty good, wow. pretty decent. Um, worst player uh, might be a little bit of a surprise here. I probably would have said someone like Dunbar. Um, it's actually Cabral, hmm. and he's actually the only one in the sixes. He had six point seven after two generated shots or three gener- two generated clear chances. He had an expected goal of 0.28, uh, 57, yeah, uh, 57% passing uh, rating. He had three shots. Only one of them was on target. Um, I'm sorry, four shots. One of them was on target. He only had eight accurate passes, and he attempted 14 of them. So um, 37 touches. Yeah. So I mean, it, it sounds it like a guy who's not familiar with this team yet, right? I exactly, saw, and, that, and that's that. what I was gonna say. It, it seems like a guy who kind of seems a little disconnected. Um, he does seem oh, to want to hold the ball a lot longer than he should. He does like taking defenders on. You know, he doesn't necessarily use his speed the way okay, Araujo is gonna get around you. Uh, Emma Boateng is just gonna like okay, I'm just gonna out sprint you to this ball, kick it forward, and you know, you try to beat me to a and, race and run out of bounds <laughs> and run out of bounds. Um, but Cabral is very much like, yeah, maybe I could just speed past you, but I'd rather make you look foolish. And uh, sometimes he tries to dance around two or three guys, and you know he's going to have to learn to be a lot quicker. 
um, find his uh, teammates a lot faster. But again, that comes with time. That's that, that's a chemistry thing. Um, that, that that's gonna come, or at least that's the hope. Um, he's got five years, guys. So <laughs> you know, hopefully he'll, he'll get it. Um, yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah six point seven. That was uh, th- that was the lowest rated. Uh, Victor Vasquez came in in the sixty third minute. He was credited with a six point. Eight and again, I think that's a little miscued because you know only there for about half an hour, a little less than half an hour. So I thought he changed the game. I thought he changed the game as well. Um, but when you know he comes in, in the sixty third, ten minutes later, Galaxy stopped playing. So sure. for again for those ten minutes, you know you got the goal and you had a little bit of momentum after, but then you know then again so you stop playing. Yeah, so I, I, I think keeping that guy healthy is probably the the of the utmost importance for the galaxy in the long term. Oh yeah, because I I think Victor Vasquez really unlocks everything the galaxy is trying to do. The fact that we don't have another guy that can do that right now a is worrisome. a little bit of yeah, it's a it's a bit of a concern. But uh, I think the the key thing is keeping him healthy. You know, if he has to play sixty minutes a game, then that, then you know, fine, he plays sixty minutes. But you know, that means if he plays you know seventy five percent of games versus playing 90 minutes but only playing 25 percent of the games that that obviously doesn't work out all that well and, and to show you how important victor vasquez really is you know even look at the game in portland and forget about the second half look at the first half uh he did not dress for that game he wasn't even on the bench so he wasn't even an option to eventually come in if they needed a goal the first 45 minutes the galaxy dominated possession but couldn't do anything with it this is where they sorely missed a player like victor vasquez because I think with with him in there, you probably would have seen the Galaxy score in Portland, or at the very least, looked more dangerous than they actually did. Um, probably, you know, that final pass was definitely missing in Portland. I think Victor Vasquez definitely unlocks that, or at the very least, opens up the possibility for somebody unlocking that. So, and again, you change the dynamic of the game once he comes in in the 63rd minute, and again, that's when the, the goal finally came, albeit an own goal. It's the same thing. I think for me, it, you can say it's a little bit lucky, but I think this was a case where the Galaxy did enough to create its own luck. I think the own goal was quote-unquote merited as the Galaxy continued to push. Um, they deserve the goal. Unlike in Portland where you're saying, oh, the Galaxy should be up right now. Never once did I say that in Portland. I definitely said it against San Jose that the Galaxy deserve to be up. They need to finish these chances. They need to be um, a little bit more clinical. Um, and they're going to get that goal. It's going to come. It's going to come. And it finally did. So I, I think in this one, the own goal was a little bit merited um, as they created their own luck. I agree. Um, so, but, you know, Lady Luck decided to stay on our side via uh, Bond <laughs> because I think as good as he is as a goalkeeper, you know, you rely on luck as well. So, um, but all the credit to that man, Jesus, just, uh, I, I just ungodly performance from that guy. I cannot say enough good things about Jonathan Bond for, for, for that game. It was just absolutely phenomenal. Um, by far the best signing uh, this year. For sure. For sure. Yeah, not even close. Not even close. Um, so we go into a three-week break now. And I... Obviously, this is has its pros and cons and someone I, I think it was uh, I believe it was Jesus Gallardo that was asking you know what are the pros and cons of these uh, three weeks off like well you can rest and you're going to need it you're going to start you know playing like two games a week um, you're going to start playing some uh, better opponents you're going to need to rest you know players like Victor Vasquez 
uh, rejuvenate for what's going to happen. It's not the second half of the season, but you know, you just re- rejuvenate for this uh, next phase of the MLS season. Uh, the bad thing is, is that you know you kind of stop whatever momentum that you may have had. Um, but I think mentally they're fine. Honestly, I think these three weeks are going to be really good for the Galaxy. You have three weeks to prepare for Seattle. It's going to be at home. It will be in front, I imagine, of a sellout crowd as it is going to be at full capacity. Um, I can't imagine the game not being a sellout. Um, Places will be rocking. It's still a tough game. But as last Sunday showed us, they're vulnerable. You can beat. They are beat. And um, if the Galaxy are firing on all cylinders and uh, you know don't waste their chances they can beat seattle i think it's possible it's difficult very difficult i think that's gonna be really hard it's very difficult Uh, i just have more confidence in them at the diggity than i do up in seattle sure Uh, in in front of a full crowd in front of of a full crowd yeah so um i think it's possible i'm not saying it's gonna happen um, I'm just saying that it is possible. And I think you have three weeks to prepare to see how you want to attack this. They have three weeks to look at those videos like, okay, what do we do wrong in Seattle? What do we need to fix? How do we attack? How do we want to approach this? Yeah. You have three weeks to come up with a game plan. So Yeah, and um, that's beneficial for Vanny and his staff. I think that's, right. that's going to be one of those games where you you look at him and, and this is going to be sort of the, the master class if Vanny is, is going to hold one. This This is going to be it. Yeah, and you also have to remember that, as mentioned earlier, uh, Sega was at the game. So I have to imagine that he's going to start training. So you have three weeks to get, you know, that chemistry down with your with your team. You know, usually you come in, all right, well, you got this whole week. There's the game. So you're going to have like three weeks going in there, getting uh, getting used to uh, your, your new teammates, the system, and how they're playing. So um, that should be beneficial uh, to him and the team as well. So, um, yeah, uh, we're going to lose the Jet. He got called into the U.S. national team. We're going to lose Dos Santos. He got called into the Mexican national team. And I don't really think that there's anybody else. Uh, we kind of expected Carlos Harvey, but I don't think he got called into Panama, right? I don't I don't think so. Yeah, really. I haven't heard anything about that unless it just hasn't been announced yet, but I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, we know that Chicharito did not make uh, Mexico squad, another player that could have gone to international duty uh Efrain alvarez same thing um he did not get called into mexico's uh national team um and everyone else is you know jonathan bond has not declared u.s citizenship so he's not going to the national <laughs> team um so i wish you would i wish you would too i really <laughs> wish you would um but uh what do you guys think like we're you know eight I weeks feel- in what, 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 what are we what are we feeling Oh, eight weeks in. I mean, you you kind of covered it all. We're pretty much at this point where we're looking pretty good at a point where how the how, who we have on the field. Like you said, we're kind of getting new people in every few weeks or so. So you know, you're gonna have to expect you know a little a little bumps in, on the road with this. But the thing is, it's gonna continue happening, and we're gonna be coming up towards a schedule that's gonna be a lot more hectic, a lot more. Uh, a lot more games in shorter span of time. I feel like we're going to start hitting like the speed bumps, you know? Um, and this is, this is where we're going to have to see what we, what we really have in our arsenal. Like you said, in the next game in Seattle, not going to have Jonah. We're not going to have, uh, who the hell we're not going to have. Well, our, our aids, 
But I mean, look at that's just it's going to be an example of what we're how we're going to dig deep in this roster and yeah. how well we're going to do, and we're going to have to keep doing that throughout the the next upcoming schedules, you know, because it's 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 going to be rotations, rotations, and see who can actually play well. Um, it's it's interesting, like, but because because everybody's kind of you know everybody's kind of a new group still. I don't think we're ever going to see we're not going to see a style for the galaxy just yet. There's not going to be like a mesh, like fluid style for us for for maybe a few weeks. Well, if that's that, fine. You that's, know, that's when it needs to hap- start happening. No, is, yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, don't like expect August. it. You know, <laughs> like, but we're going to be seeing a lot of bumps coming down the, down the line right now. And I hope we, you know, I hope we, uh, uh, hope we tackle them really well. You know, Valley's been doing very good. You know, so far. But now, like, I think it's gonna we're we're getting into like this next level test now. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. I mean, we, we've hit mid-season officially, I believe. Um, so we have eight weeks down. So you are at least one-fourth of the way uh, done with the MLS season. So you're definitely mid. I didn't say middle. I said one-fourth. Oh, I thought you said mid-season officially. <laughs> we've hit well, mid-season. Well, I mean, it is. I mean, mid-season form. <laughs> like, you know, when, when we talk about, like, Champions League, like, oh, we're in preseason form. The Mexican teams are in mid-season form. Well, the Mexican teams are about eight to nine weeks in. When right. Champions League starts, okay. so um, that's where we are now. So um, whatever it is that we are trying to do, and we've actually seen it, um, you know, you, you really should start seeing a, a lot more of it. And, and we have been, I think, like I said, we've been finding ways to win. I think there is a style here. It's just not defined. It's not like perfected. Um, no, it, I don't it, even it, think it's it, defined. I don't it, think it's, it's there it's, yet. Polish. It, need, it needs some polish. It needs a lot no, of polish. You're way too far. You're too far. You're too really? far into it. That's not. We're not there yet. No. It's still like, an embryo, Lewis. Yeah. Is, is it? Well, no. We're like like tri- we're like we're almost off tricycles. We're almost okay. off the tricycle right now. Like, so you we're know, riding, We still have the three wheels. We still have the three wheels. But yeah, like, okay. but we but we can like jump off of them a little bit. You know. <laughs> and keep right. You know. But that. But we're getting yeah. there. You know. Yeah. We're still yeah, we're like, still teetering, you know, and yeah. going to, we're riding down the street and we're still you're seeing yeah. that little shimmy that happens. I mean we're missing the rocks, we're not falling over, we're doing well. Sure, you know, sure. We're, no we're, pebbles. We're we're on a, we're on a tricycle, but we're but we're trying those little tricks that we think are cool. Yeah. <laughs> my my actually uh so my kid starts to do that. He's on his little tricycle and then like he tries to be cool and he sticks like his leg out <laughs> or, or here or he's like driving with like one. BMXer. BMXer, <laughs> yeah. oh, dude. So pretty soon, pretty soon he's gonna be doing that thing where he pulls up and he thinks he's doing a wheelie when actually he's just like yeah. not even <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Front wheel off the ground. Oh, <laughs> uh, or going down, but he's gonna hit one of the cracks in the sidewalk and he thinks it's a jump. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got yeah, that's where we are right, right there. That's I got air. No, that's where we're at. That's where. That's exactly where. That's we're where at we are. Right that's now. where we are. But we're going. We're going. We're gaining confidence. Um, yeah. So uh, let, let's uh, get a little ahead of ourselves and look at the upcoming schedule in three weeks. So we know that we play Seattle at home on June nineteenth, and then, I, I, like I said, there is what on Juneteenth. June nineteenth. I, I appear to be cutting out a lot. No, no, no. It's it's Juneteenth. That's an oh. actual. That's an actual thing. Oh, okay. So that's 15th. Emancipation Day. Oh yes, yes, it is. Sorry, apologies. That is. Um, so uh, six o'clock game Saturday against Seattle. Like I said, I, I expect a sellout crowd. 
um, for that game. And I like I said, go. there is going to be a blitz of games, including six, six games in July. So, you know, that this schedule is just absolutely going to be hectic. Um, so after uh, the, the Seattle game, you go up to, I believe they're playing in Utah against Vancouver on Wednesday, June 23rd. That next Saturday, they will head uh, just straight west and uh, play San Jose yet again. They will return home, and this is where the, the, those July games start. Sunday, July 4th, they will play against Sporting Kansas City. That's a tough game, by the way. Um, that Wednesday, uh, the following Wednesday, at home against Dallas, that should be, well, I don't want to say easy, but that should be a victory. <laughs> and then uh, that's, uh, and then I think the, they, they, they get a break. They don't play that weekend. The following week, following Saturday, you start a three-game road trip. You go back up to Utah, play Vancouver once again. You stay in that same stadium. Three days later, you play RSL. Then you head down south to Texas where you will play Dallas. And the following Friday, you go home and you play against Portland. That is a really ridiculous schedule. And we I, haven't even got to the, the speed six bumps games. I'm talking about. I don't, know. We, I don't know, man. Four out, of five, four out of those five games look pretty winnable. So I'm going to, like, right off the top of my head, I'm going to say, wait, are we talking about the July games? Yeah. So out of the July games, I think the Kansas City game, that's a tough one. Uh, I think you beat Dallas. We're I not, think you beat Vancouver. I think you beat RSL. We're not uh, playing Kansas played, City in, in uh, July. We're playing Vancouver. No, Kansas Vancouver, City. Vancouver, Dallas. Nope. 4th of July against oh, okay. Kansas City. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, yeah. then, okay, fine. Four out of six of those games are winnable okay. games. So, yeah, so uh, we played Dallas twice. That those are winnable games. Vancouver RSL, I think that's a winnable game. I think the Kansas City one is tough, uh, but it's at home, so you have a little bit of advantage there. And then you're at home against Portland, a, a different place than it is going up at Providence Park. But again, that's a tough game. Um, by that time, I got to imagine that Portland has got some of their players back, so um, that's going to be a tough game. And then you have the six games in August, and again. There are some winnable games here because, you know, you're playing Vancouver yet again. You play RSL yet again. Um, but you're also going to start playing some playoff teams. You're going to start playing the Colorados. You're going to start playing. Uh, you, uh, this is when you play LAFC again. Uh, you're going to be traveling to Houston at some point. So um, there are some winnable games. And the thing about only playing Western Conference opponents is that these games have a little extra value in that you are winning a game against a team that is also fighting for that same playoff spot. So the more, you know, you're able to get maximum points, especially out of a, a, a Western conference opponent, you're pushing those players. I mean, those players, those teams further down the table. So if you need a little insurance uh, toward the end of the, uh, the season where like, uh, okay, are we, you know, you're in that playoff push, but we got some, separation between this team and that team um yeah it's a little extra value playing those uh, western conference opponents so um you need to win the games that you know you should be winning and so far the galaxy have been doing that so hopefully that continues but again the schedule gets incredibly tough after the the fifa break and there's going to be a lot of rotations a lot more possibilities for injuries uh because you're playing so many games so it's going to be interesting to see how they uh uh, how do they handle this? But like I said, we're not alone. Every other team is doing the exact same things. So. 
um, yeah, it's going to be uh, one hell of a summer, guys. It's going to be. It's gonna <laughs> I, be crazy. I really, really dread balls and beers. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. it's going to get hot and I heavy. I hope it turns around <laughs> for me. Uh, listen to balls and beers. It's actually pretty funny what happens to Bobby. <laughs> Shut um, up. If they listen this far, they know. <laughs> they know. All right. Um, guys, do you guys have anything else to say? I've been rambling. I, I do. No, I do. I do have one question for you, Lewis. So I, I, okay. I believe I believe Bobby Tassi would keep in track of this. So the, this weekend, all of oh, the yeah. MLS teams played oh, with, the poly, with the Parley jerseys. Um, it, it seemed like the same game was happening from 10 a.m. all the way until – you know, the end, yeah. of, the end of the weekend. I had my four, I had my four like, windows and I'm like, wait, who's playing who? Wait, who made the goal? Wait, what? what? <laughs> I, I know that. Uh, so I was, uh, I was at my mom's house, I believe. Um, so I, yeah, I, I was watching. So I watched the Champions League and then I switched over to the uh, NYC FC LAFC game. I, I stayed on uh, Cincinnati and New England. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. Um, how was that game, by the way? <laughs> exactly how you would expect it to go. Exactly. Yeah. More exciting than Champions League. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I, well, I know we didn't talk about this at the time. Uh, the so the the blue parlay jerseys. I, for whatever reason, this jersey really, really caught my eye. It's a good one. It's a really, really nice jersey. Uh, Bobby got one as well. Um, I got one. I loved it. Uh, my wife was like, you like that Jersey? And I go, why you don't? I'm like, no, I do. I'm just kind of surprised that you like that Jersey. I go, no, it just, it caught my eye. You know, like the, I, I think it's just maybe yeah, like that, the color scheme. That Boise state feel soccer. Jersey, yeah, yeah. So. you know, for a Jersey. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. Like for a regular shirt, probably never. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I just, it really caught my eye. So I, I really liked the Jersey. I bought it instantly. Uh, as soon as I saw it, I got it. Um, I know they're limited, so I want to make sure I got mine. Um, and then uh, I knew they were going to wear it. So when I put on the uh, <laughs> the uh, LAFC and YCFC game, obviously I know who I'm rooting for in that game. Um, but it just kind of added to the point where like uh, that jersey is literally like the one I'm wearing. So it's kind of like the Galaxy are playing LA- LAFC. And <laughs> we, we beat them yet again. Uh, uh, so <laughs> down yeah. and down a man's uh, in their stadium in their stadium and they're still ranked number one and i don't give a fuck <laughs> i don't give a fuck because the table the real table that actually means something <laughs> no but Lewis, no further further down no but Lewis, but i think david was going to ask you what was the stats oh, i'm sorry the stats, the stats? of which jersey so, won the most and which one didn't um, I believe it was the blue jerseys that came out on top. Yeah, they're both blue. The blue, the blue, the blue orange, the dark blue or the light blue, the, the dark blue, blue orange, the blue orange, the dark blue. Then okay, yeah, the dark blue. Yes. That wait, but who? I know we won. That was the first we game won. that anybody won in that jersey that day. No, because NYCFC was wearing the same jersey. Yep. Oh, I thought. But did they play before us? Yeah, right before us. Oh, okay. Literally, that was the game right because before us. Because I asked us. you in text, and you're like, nobody's won with this. No, because at first I thought you were uh, you were telling me uh, – I thought you were, like, talking about us. Like, oh, we're undefeated in the community jersey, so what's the record for ours? Like, we literally have 
we are literally undefeated that's in the parlay jersey. That is totally I know, not but what I, I, I misread I, I text. it. I know. I, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I totally misread it. Right. Yeah, and I got it. Uh, and I got it after. I do believe it was the blue jerseys that came out on top, um, not including the draws. But I think that was only like the. What was it? I think this should have been since these since these are called parlay jerseys. We should have been a parlay in balls and beers to pick. Which one for extra points? That's that's what we should have done. That's what we'll do next year. Mm. Okay. Late, late to the party, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Anything else? Now we know. Now we know. Uh, don't forget that on June twelfth, there's going to be the the pop up, the Galaxy Community pop up uh, that's going to be hosted by One Two Threads. Uh, the bunch of the information is going to be out there all over the place. Uh, we'll we'll tweet it out, obviously. So be on the lookout for that. I believe, I believe all three of us will be there. I will definitely be there because my wife is uh, a part of it. So uh, I will definitely be there. David, I know that you're going to uh, come down as well. Uh, hopefully Bobby will, will. I might uh, be there. You just have to catch me. Yeah. 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 That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> this world. It, well, if, if we do catch you and I fully expect to catch you is this will be the first time that we would be together since the yeah, since uh, home opener the last opening. season. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. there's there, there's two exceptions. Oh, oh, yes. yeah. There is. <laughs> yes, there is. There's Dang. Two exceptions. Okay, <laughs> Dang. there are under better circumstances. Sure. Mm-hmm. All uh, right. This will be the first. Well, we're actually enjoying our company. Yes, that's true. Uh, there are, but yes, yeah. there were two exceptions. Yeah, that's weird how our um, brains were like. No, yeah. that didn't count. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we're gonna be there, and uh, hope to see all you guys there. That's gonna be on June twelfth, I believe. It's the same parking lot that it was the first time around a couple months ago. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Um, but no, it like is. Said, it what? is. It's in okay. the same location. Okay, so then, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. And so, uh, really look forward to meeting. Um, everyone, I know my wife is looking forward to meeting everyone. She's been, you know, wanting to, to do that ever since she started uh, doing her masks and, uh, really felt, uh, for the first time, a part of the galaxy community. So she's been dying to meet people and just unfortunately have not been able to go out to a game. So, um, definitely, uh, looking forward to that. And, and ACB Brun, I, I, if you're listening, I, I owe you that beer for that record-breaking performance. So I will have some. You come hit us up, and uh, I'm sure Modelo will be waiting. Uh, a Modelo or two will be waiting. So, uh, yeah. All right. I think we're good. I think we're, we're good. Thanks good for listening, guys. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode 223. This is David and Lewis saying goodbye. Bye. See you in three weeks. And this is Bobby Plater. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 